Welcome to the Your Life Rocks podcast, where we believe life balance is possible. Yes, even for you. This show is designed to help working moms focus on the things that matter most in life and helping you balance all that life has for you with practical tips from one working mom to another. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, and I am so glad that you're here to hang out with me today. Now, let me start off by asking you a question. Have you ever lacked motivation to do your work? (laughs) I know, right? Of course you have. Maybe it's a project at your job or even just cleaning the kitchen at night. We all have those times where we just don't want to, when we would rather be doing just about anything else. And it's totally normal and it's so highly annoying. But you know what? This is what we are going to be focusing on for week six of our challenge. If you are new to the show, let me just say, I'm so glad that you found us. We are right now just about to finish up our summer series that we're doing all about helping you dive in deeper to use the season to grow, to learn, and to listen to what God has for you. Now, I've developed bonus content around each of the weeks of this series just for you. I totally realize that many of you are listening to this while you're driving or working or doing some other kind of activity where you just can't take notes. And because this is a teaching podcast, sometimes you just want to take some notes. So in the bonus content, you have all of the activities that we go through in the show, plus so much more to help you really get the most from each of our weekly challenges from the series. Now you can get your free bonus content by visiting our website, yourliferocks.com. You can also go to our Facebook page and there's a button right at the top that you can sign up and I'll send you over all of the bonus content for all seven weeks. Well, if you sign up this week, you'll get all six weeks because next week is week seven. You can even sign up over on Instagram. Now to find me on Instagram, you have to go to your.life.rocks and that is where you will find all of the information about the show, but then also the bonus content as well. Speaking of Instagram, while you are there, if you are an Instagram user, take a screenshot of the show and tag me. I would love to see who is listening and hear what you're up to that day. Last week in the bonus content, there was additional tips and words to use with your boss and with your spouse when you need to create boundaries around your time to give you more white space in your calendar. If you missed it, last week was all about finding more peace in your life. Now, I have even more bonus content for you this week, but first, let's dive into this week's challenge. Now, this is a show for working moms, and I totally get that we have working moms of all different types. We have working moms that work really big, amazing jobs that are very demanding. We have moms who work part-time. We have moms that work from home. We have moms that are their own boss. And probably all kinds of other working situations that I haven't even thought of. And you know what? Work, regardless of what you do, can be a challenge, even if you are doing your dream job. The truth is there's always going to be things that you don't like to do. There's always going to be people that you might not always like to interact with, or at least there's a struggle when you have to interact with them. And sometimes that we can think that when all of these obstacles come up that we might be in the wrong job or doing the wrong thing because we have so many struggles in our work. But sometimes God has you right where he wants you. And every job out there is gonna have things that are just not that awesome. I mean, I really, really like what I do for my job, 
and I'm doing things that I enjoy. I'm doing things that I feel like are within my giftings of what God has given me. But there are still days that it makes me lose my mind. Like I just get crazy. And there are certain parts of my job of tasks that I just don't like to do. But as we start to really think about this challenge and we start to think about the activities in this challenge, know that it really can apply to everything. I mean, when I first started mapping this out, it was really about committing your job to God, committing your work to Him. But really, in our Facebook community, I see so many times that women struggle with keeping up the house or reaching their financial goals or their health goals or even just keeping on top of all of the things, right, with kids or their spouse or whatever it is. And I realize that these principles really apply to everything. So know that while we are talking specifically about your job or your career, if there are other things that you kind of struggle with work-wise or things you struggle with to do, you maybe you're procrastinating them or it's just not something you enjoy, you can use the same principles that we're talking about in this challenge for those things as well. Because let's face it, life is kind of full of things that are not always enjoyable or, or that can be hard. I mean, life isn't always enjoyable, but that's not a reason not to do it. And I know that you know this, right? Like you just have to do the hard things. We're built to do hard things. But it's not about suffering through it because suffering has more to do with our perspective than the situation. And when we focus on what we don't like or what we don't like to do, things get heavier. Have you ever noticed that when you're like, oh, I don't want to do that, or you complain about it, or you even just think about it for too long before you go to do something, it can start to feel bigger and harder than it really ever was to begin with. And that makes us really want to avoid it all that much more. And that's where procrastination can start to set in. But what if that wasn't the case? What if you could lean into that discomfort? What if you could push through and come out the other side with a smile on your face? That would be pretty rad, right? By the way, I think we should all start using the word rad again. I haven't used it in forever, and lately it's just been rolling off my tongue. I think it's time to bring the word rad back. Okay, all of that aside, how do you do it? How do you embrace the hard work that you just don't want to do? How do you handle the people that you just don't want to handle? And I realize that's not a complete Christian thing to say, but it's the truth, you guys. And There are amazing people out there, and there are some people that just really challenge us to bring out that light and positivity. I know you know what I'm talking about. Well, welcome to this week's challenge. It's about changing your perspective by committing your work to the Lord. And we started off by talking about all of the challenging things, because there are a lot of challenging things. And that's the easy stuff to talk about when we're talking about committing our work to the Lord and to change our focus and our perspective. But this challenge is also about the good stuff, the stuff that you're really good at, the stuff that you really enjoy doing in your work as well. Because listen, it's easy to give the hard stuff to God, at least when you remember to do it, on the really, really hard stuff. Like it's always an immediate reaction to me where I just start to pray. But sometimes I forget. Sometimes I forget in hard situations to really bring it before God and give the situation over to him. I try to do it in my own strength way too many times. But one thing that I definitely don't do enough of is to commit the good work to God, to commit the things that I love to do. Because when we do that, our work becomes worship. And even the hard stuff, when we commit our work to God, he takes that burden away and he can make the work light. It's like 
one of his miracles that he has available for us to tap into each and every single day. So it is my prayer that as you go through the steps of this challenge, that God would reveal himself to you in new ways, that your mind and thoughts towards your job would become renewed and that you would see with fresh eyes and give you fresh energy toward what it is that you do. All right, so if you are newer to the show, I love to give you tips. I love for this to be something practical for you to really run with and apply to your life and start to see the fruits of it. So today I have four things for you with lots of juicy tidbits in between, okay? So these, again, these four things will be listed out on our show notes page. They'll also be listed out in the bonus content. And the great thing with getting the bonus content is you will have all of the challenge material in one place. It's mobile friendly, easy accessible, and a lot of bonus stuff that's not shared on the show. So definitely make sure you go and get your hands on that. All right, so let's dive into the very first step of this challenge. And that is to review the tasks of your position, of your job, list them out. Now, if you can, I highly recommend that you print out your job description for this exercise. And some of you might be like, I don't even know where to find my job description. You might have to go to the corporate website of where you work to download it. You might have it in a file on your computer, who knows? But get it, even if you have to ask your boss for it or HR for it, ask them for your job description. Because let me tell you, one, it's not gonna look anything like the job that you're doing. Very rarely have I seen someone who their job description actually matches what they do day to day. So it might be a really good eye opener for you and a good reminder of what it is that you actually do. Now, if you work for yourself or maybe you're in a position that doesn't have a job description, feel free to write yourself a short little one because sometimes it's really good to get very, very clear. I mean, as a side note, and this has nothing to do with this challenge, but reviewing your job description from time to time can be a very powerful tool. I highly recommend that you do this as part of your quarterly review with your employer, with your boss. And if you don't have quarterly reviews with your boss, you need to have quarterly reviews with yourself. So schedule those out on the calendar and attach your job description to those reviews. Because number one, it'll help you focus on the things that matter, like the stuff that you actually get paid to do. And that can help you be more effective every single day. And it also helps with negotiating a pay raise or other perks when you start to realize all that you do and the value that you provide for your company. I mean, I've told you guys I recently have done a job change. It was at the beginning of this year, so it's about seven months into it now already, almost eight months in. And I was able to negotiate being able to work from home and just traveling into the office every few months. Now, I was able to do that because I was able to show on the job description what they were looking for, that it could easily be done remotely. So there you go. Job descriptions are an important thing. All right, so once you have your job description in front of you, whether it's written out, printed out, whatever, written in the margins of what you actually do compared to what it says that you do, I want you to number two, this is our number two step, is to look for opportunities that you can use to glorify God. Go through your job description and all the tasks, identify the things that use your gifts. Sometimes we glorify the Lord by our work and results and things that are not our strengths and the stuff we suffer through. So let's be honest and identify those things too. Because these are the things we could never do in our own strength and we really need God for. Now, by listing out these things that you feel like 
are opportunities for you to glorify God, whether it be through worship and the things that you do well or by giving the things over to him that you really need his help in and in getting through. Hopefully this lays out a nice plan for you to think about how you can really start working for him, to really turn over your job to him. All right, so with that said, and you kind of have a rough plan in place, and we've been talking about tasks, number three, let's start talking about the people. Think through the people that you interact with at work. How can you be the light in your office? You know, maybe you work with other Christians, and if that's the case, think about how you can support them in their walk. Think about how you can join alongside of them and be a light to them as well, because Sisters, we need to hold each other up, right? So if you've got other Christians in your workplace, think about how you can come alongside them. Also, think about how you can utilize them in your own walk because the workplace can be hard. And so if you know that there is someone in the workplace that could be praying for you, that you could lean on, that you could hang out with when it's someone's birthday and it's after hours and you're at some place that you feel kind of like, I don't know if this is okay, You have someone in your corner, right, that can help you out. So think about how you can utilize those relationships to strengthen your Christian walk as well. It's not an accident that you work alongside them. So what purpose is there for it? So really think about that, pray about that, identify who those people are, and start building stronger relationships with them. Now, for those that you work with that are not of the same faith, Think about how you can be a reflection of Christ to them. Now, notice I didn't say, how can you love on them? How can you minister to them? Just thinking about how you can be a reflection of Christ. I think that this is something that we often don't think enough of. We get too hung up in kind of words that mean so many different things, right? I mean, even just like, how can you love on them? How can you serve them? How can you be the light to them? And I know I say those things a lot myself. But I think we really need to start changing our focus to how can we be a reflection of Jesus to them because they don't know who he is. But maybe through you, they could. Maybe they think that he's something completely different than what he actually is. So get and dive in the word and look for those characteristics of Jesus and think about how you can replicate those in your world, in your working world. So whenever you see Jesus doing something in the Bible, whenever you see different ways that he reacts to situations, just take that into perspective of how you can be a reflection of that in your everyday. All right, so we kind of reviewed your job. We talked about the tasks, right, and turning those over to God. We talked about the people and how you can reflect God or come alongside other Christians or bring them alongside you in your walk as well. Now, the next step, step four This is going to be the step of complete and total action because everything else is kind of reflection. This one is action. Now, everything that you've kind of planned out, everything that you've identified, it's really important that you pray about it, that you journal about it, and you spend some time processing it. But once you've done that and you're ready to take action, this is where we get practical. Now, this step that I'm about to share with you is so helpful for on my job. This was literally such a huge game changer for me when I started implementing this. Oh gosh, what has it been? Almost three years now that I've had this be a regular practice every single day. And it's made a huge difference in just the way that I get through my workday. It's made a huge difference in my perspective and it's made a huge difference in where I've been able to go in my career. 
And it's just this one little thing. And you may already be doing this. And if you are, then you might just need to make some slight adjustments to fit in with this challenge. Now on your work calendar, you need to block off the first 15 minutes of your day as a reoccurring meeting with yourself. Now, there's been times before where there's certain days of the week where there might be an early morning meeting and so you kind of come into work and go right into that meeting. This means on those days, you need to try to come into work 15 minutes earlier. You might only need five minutes, you might only need 10 minutes, but I promise you, you owe it to yourself to give yourself these extra minutes. And it might be hard. You might have to reshuffle some things in your morning routine in order to make it work. But I promise you, it's golden for you to be able to do this. And if you need help with your morning routine, then that's one of the tools that you'll find in the Life Balance app coming out very, very soon. So be listening for more information on that. Okay, so you have this 15-minute reoccurring every single day meeting with yourself. This meeting is to set up your day. It's time to review your calendar to see what meetings or appointments that you have, what projects you're working on, etc. So great for your productivity, for your mental mindset. But here's the thing. I want you to make a little reminder on your calendar to not only remind you of the meeting, but to remind you of what your intentions are for this time. Because it's only 15 minutes. And if you're like me, sometimes in the morning you're kind of groggy and you can start into something and you just start staring at a screen and 15 minutes can go by really, really fast. So you need to make sure your intentions are clear. And one of those intentions needs to be to commit your day to the Lord. Set the reminder to pray over your meetings, to pray over your interactions for your day, to praise God for the blessings, for the position that you're in, regardless of the position that you're in. You know, you might not be in the position you want to be in, but it is a blessing that you are where you are. And you might not see it that way, but if you start praying that way, your perspective might change. And how much else would change if you saw the position that you were in at work as a blessing instead of as the opposite of that, right? As a punishment. If you can see it as a blessing, I promise you, it will change so many other things in your everyday It's also an opportunity for you to ask God for what you need, for your weaknesses, to get your supplication for the day. Because there are going to be days, there are going to be times that you're looking at your day and you're thinking, Lord, how am I going to make through this day? How am I going to have these tough conversations that I need to have? How am I going to be able to be creative or to be able to speak up in this meeting that I know is I'm going to need to speak up in? There's things I'm going to need to speak up in, and I'm not always great at that. So Lord, help me find courage. Whatever it is that you need, this is your opportunity to speak that into your day. It's your opportunity for you to connect with your Lord and to give the day to your Lord. Because the goal of doing this is to remind you that you need to do your work for him and not for your boss, not for your company. You need to do it for him. And when you do that, it changes your perspective on so many things. And now this is the secret sauce. This is the extra little bit, right, that makes such a huge difference. Because when we talk about this kind of stuff, when we're talking about praying over our day, it's all about us, right? It's all about hoping that the day goes well and to change our perspective. But just as much as you're asking him to come alongside you and your day, it's also about giving him permission to take the day away, (laughs) to get into your day and do his will 
in your day, not just praying your will into your day, but really asking him to show up and to do his will in your day. And it takes away any expectations on how the day will go, which one can be stressful, (laughs) but it can also be amazingly freeing to just say, well, whatever happens, it's God's day, right? Whatever happens, it's on him. Because after all, he can use all things for our good. And sometimes that means teaching us lessons or showing us new things about ourselves or others that can be hard to walk through. There are some days that I'm like, Lord, what are you doing in my day? But I have to have faith and know that whatever it is, no matter how hard it is to walk through that day, that he's in that day and that he's going to do something. And so it's that shift. It's a shift of perspective to see what God wants to do in the situation. And it can change everything. It takes away stress. It takes away anxiety. It builds you up. It makes the hard things easier. It makes the hard people easier, knowing that it is all part of God's plan. Now, I am so excited to see how you will be completing this challenge this week. So hop on over to our Facebook group. And one, if you're not a member of our Facebook group, join the Facebook group. You can find it by searching for it in Facebook, or you can go to yourliferocks.com and click on the community tab and join right there. Or hop on over on Instagram. If you are more of an Instagram person, then hop on over and comment or just start a post on your page and let me know what you do for work and how you're honoring God by committing your work to him. I cannot wait to see what it is that you're doing and what God is going to do for you through this challenge. Now, next week marks week seven, our last week of this challenge. So I hope you hit subscribe if you haven't done so already. So you do not miss it. It's going to be a great episode. I think it'll be one that you're going to want to come back and reference time and time again. So until next week, keep building a life that rocks. Bye. Bye.